Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshan McAway. You're listening to WOW Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Elizabeth Russell. She's the author of Returnian. This book is an epic fantasy. Elizabeth Russell, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. So let's get started. I want to find out first and foremost, what made you want to start writing books? I, I, I've asked myself that question before, and I'm not completely sure what it was to begin with. I always, I think it was reading so much when I was little. Um, my mom was very strict about how much TV we watched. You know, if we were bored, we had to read a book. And I just devoured everything on the shelves. And so I think just reading Jane Austen, reading Louisa May Alcott, like all my hero, hero authors, they just, I loved stories that they told, and I had stories in my own head, and it just always seemed like a really fun thing to grow up and be an author. Um, so almost as early as I can remember, I was telling stories. I would, before I could even write, I would make my mom sit down and uh, at the computer, and I would tell her my stories and make her write them out. We still have a couple, and they are truly awful, but um, that's, I can pinpoint like I was like six as, as soon as I can remember telling stories. Gotcha. So, you know, on this podcast, I like to, you know, hear from other authors, writers, or illustrators about their struggle. Uh, what type of struggles did you have before, you know, publishing your book? Yeah. So I, I'm sometimes bedridden, actually. I often, um, I have a hard time holding a job because I have migraines constantly. Um, it's called chronic fatigue, also known as myalgic encephalitis. Um, so I just, it can hurt to hold a pen sometimes, to type on the computer. So I think my biggest struggle has actually just been, like, not being able to support myself, you know, to, like, really kind of grab the life that I wanted. Um, I had to work around the fact that, like, I still live at home, um, and I have a lot of young siblings, so that causes a lot of distraction. Um, mm -hmm. But I think just, you know making sure that I write no matter what, that, like, thinking about, I often think about, remind myself of Virginia Woolf, you know, like, she had all these <laughs> mental disabilities, and that didn't keep her from pursuing her writing. And so even if I can't, like, keep a schedule or I don't have, like, you know, the ideal life that I would want, you know, the ideal circumstances, that I just, I keep writing anyway. And um, so I think that's probably my biggest difficulty with writing, with publishing, Thing with getting anything done, really. Right. So let's get into your book. Tell me more about your book. I've been working on this book for 12 years. Um, it's the first novel that I actually decided to sit down and write. I was 13. Um, my mom had this funny rule where she said that we couldn't watch the Lord of the Rings movies, which had just come out at the time, unless we read the books first or we turned 13. I guess we really wanted to watch them, and we were, like, young. So <laughs> we all we had to read the books, um, and I did, and I loved it, but I thought that it was kind of stupid because it didn't have any, like, it, it didn't have any girl characters, and I was like, that's, you know, that's cheating me on a story here. So I decided to write my own Lord of the Rings, basically, like my own epic fantasy that would just be full of girl characters, which is, you know, a terrible reason to start writing a book, I think, you know, when, when I look back on it. But at the time, that was, like, 
that was what I decided to do. And over the years, though, it's the germ is still there, you know, the germ that started when I was 13, but it has changed so much and just become, I'm like still in awe of what it's become. Um, so it's about the main character is Trinian. He, so he's a title character, um, kind of a King Arthur, King Arthur character. You know, he was destined to rule. He's kind of chosen by prophecy um, to rule a kingdom that hasn't had a king in a very long time. And so he has to bring peace to this world that is very separated. It doesn't have cohesion to it. Um, but then he's, there's also this broader plot going on with the gods of the world who, um, they're reaching a sort of deadline where like they were allowed to do whatever they wanted for a long time. And now there's this guy coming back who is kind of their master and he wants to, they, they have to answer to this master. And there's one God who is not happy about that. He wants to prevent his master from getting a reckoning from him. So he decides he's going to take over the whole world. And he thinks that that will, there's some prophecies that point to the fact that that means he won't have to answer to the master. So he's going to kill Trinian. He's going to take over the kingdom. So now Trinian has to deal with this guy, and it turns into an epic sort of Iliad, you know, Homer-esque war that goes on from there on out. So there's right. um, lots of characters, and there are definitely girls. You know, like I said, I added lots of girl characters. So he has a wife, and there are sisters, and they play a large part in the way that the story unfolds. Now, are you at some point interested in, possibly pitching this book to get picked up as a uh, TV series or, or a film? You know, that would be very cool. I haven't given it much thought. Um, I mean, if I was ever to do it, it would probably be only on the condition that I am very involved in what happens to it, you know, in the script and the the making of the film. I'm almost thinking, like, William Goldman involvement for Princess Bride, like, it would have to be just, um, basically, I was, like, one of the co-authors for the script, because I would, um, I don't know, I'm one of those who, you know, you read a book, and then you watch the movie and go, oh, the movie's nowhere as good as the book, but you can kind of appreciate it if it's got its own flavor and the author was involved, I think. Right, that's a tough task. I talked to a lot of authors, yeah. and I asked them if they want to, you know, have their books turn into a film, and Many of them want to have some attachment to it during that creative process, but throughout my years sure. of talking to literary agents in the film industry, they actually don't like to have authors uh, in the way so much, which is why yeah. it's so different from the book. Yeah, that makes sense, and I could see that. So, you know, the potential of it turning into a film might be low in that case. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do wish you the best. I hope it, I hope at some point you decide to, you know, go in that direction because of streaming. Streaming is very popular now, and, you know, these companies are looking for content. So I hope at some point, True. you know, you sit down and say, you know what, let me look into this a little bit more. Um, <laughs> so tell me this. What do you do for fun when you're – yeah, when you have the time, or if you do have the time, what do you do to try to relax and have a little fun? <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, you know, writing is fun, but you know, you gotta walk away from it sometimes. Um, I'm, I love, I'm a very relationship-oriented person. I love like being with my family, being with my friends. Um, I, I love going on trips. So I actually did a month-long trip with my brother in August. That was that was amazingly fun, and I definitely intend to go on those more often. 
but just regular, everyday kind of stuff. Um, I love stories, so I read and I watch movies, uh, watch TV shows a lot, too. So especially with my family, if I can get somebody to watch it with me, that's always fun. And I read out loud to my siblings. I just remembered that. That's a big thing we've been doing lately. We just finished Peter Pan, and they all said they loved it better than the movie, so I was happy. <laughs> gotcha. So tell us where we can find your book and your social media. Sure. So I'm actually running a free campaign in January. People can get my book for free for a little while. Um, I decided to self-publish this one because I wanted to build a personal relationship with my readers. So if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you want a personal relationship with me, this is the time to get on this because I'm definitely going to be very involved in people who are reading my book for this month. Um, I'm going to be releasing it in, uh, in the email format in sections. So, but along with other uh, pictures, promotions, contests, all kinds of stuff. Um, it's yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So you can sign up for that um, at my website, which is thefairytaleblog.com. Uh, thefairytaleblog.com. So you just go to the homepage. There's a link right there for you to sign up. Um, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at the Fairytale Blog and Facebook. I have a page there for the Fairytale Blog, um, and on Pinterest, I'm pretty active there. But you can find all of those to follow me at my blog. That's kind of the central hub to go to. You're tuned in to Wow Podcast. We're speaking to author Elizabeth Russell. She's the author of Turning It, an epic fantasy. Elizabeth, it was a pleasure talking to you. I wish you so much success with your new book, Turning It. Thank you. Fantasy.